What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Evelyn. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're gonna stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. What are you waiting for? The ice to freeze? I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello, everyone. That's Kevin. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks podcast. We are back. We're going to talk about some more side plots. But before we do, we've had a, a bit of a, a youth movement on Twitter. So Joyce is, I don't know if that was her nephew or cousin, I don't remember, um, quoting lines from Wolf the Dentist Danson. Uh, our new friend Xavier, three-year-old, big celebrator of uh, the Ducks championship. So big, if you have, Big mood, big mood. Yes, yes. I'll post a, a picture of baby Carp wearing her cake eater onesie. Um, but if you have any, any youth, or any pets that are quackalites, please let us know. I think this is a, a new untapped market for us. That's, that was perfect timing by your daughter. Yes, she is. Um, she's with us on the pod. We'll see how well this goes. Well, so wait, have you have you even tweeted out a picture of your daughter wearing her quackalite gear? I don't think I've tweeted it out. I will. I will. I'll put it in the show notes and I will tweet it out. Um, right. Yeah, she is with us today. Her mom is still working, and um, she did not want to lay on her mat, so she's playing with her elephant right now. And we'll see how that goes. Uh, no duck, huh? Uh, no, no. She oh, she'll probably be freaked out if I do the duck call. But um, <laughs> well, she, doesn't, she, she doesn't have a stuffed duck. She has a stuffed elephant. It's not even stuffed. It's like a. I'll, I'll show it to. Oh, she's mad. Oh, that was a Shark Tank thing, wasn't it? I don't know. It's it's part of a play mat, but it it's got lights and stuff. Um, <laughs> but she likes it, so she is gonna eat that while we. You do should it. let you should let her do the duck call. <laughs> she is getting good at blowing raspberries, but I don't think she's good enough for a duck call just yet. Um, One day. Let's move on to your child, kind of Kevin, your kin token investment. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> we have a special guest. Yeah. <laughs> Your kid token investment, December 2016. You uh, birthed this investment and um, have steadily watched it die. Um, since then, uh, it's gone from 300 ish dollars down to two ish dollars. <laughs> Baby Carp is me, upset at you. Me, me too. Me too, Ellie. Me too. And. Um, do we have an update? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're at uh, three dollars and seventy nine cents. So, oh, not, not terrible, but that's a nice know, little spike. Yeah, yeah. I saw they they announced something the other day. I don't really know what it was, but there's been some a uh, little bit of uh, movement from the company. So they thought, hey, we've been less, we've been valued at less than a dollar fifty for three years. Maybe it's time <laughs> we do something. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to um, some actual Mighty Ducks topics. Uh, last episode, we, we broke down the side plots in one and the best and the worst. And today we're going to D2. There's a lot to go on in D2. Um, so let's just get into it here. So you obviously have 
quite a bit of the new guys that's sort of central to the plot, but not central. Um, so you have like Fulton and Portman's budding bro relationship. Would you count that as a side plot? Um, I would say the kind of the birth of the Bash Brothers is the um, the side plot. Um, but I guess kind of Portman's initial reluctance and then his his kind of uh, acceptance of Fulton. It's almost like Portman really gets um, like he, he really is no longer like the bad boy. Um, he's like the enforcer, but he's not like uh, he, his ego or whatever du- never really hurts the ducks. Like from a team standpoint, like there's no like divisions anymore. Like after um, Bombay gets them to all come together. Um, ties them up. Yeah, I'd say the real side plot is like the Bash Brothers. Okay, so we're counting that as a side plot. Like that is not integral to the story, just because they. I guess in the end, they beat up Iceland in D two, but I guess you you wouldn't even or in the championship, I should say, but you wouldn't even need that. Uh, you wouldn't even need. I guess you wouldn't necessarily need that for the plot to continue, where they go on and they win. Correct. Okay. All right. Um, the other one that comes to mind, Luis, not being able to stop. Yeah, that's definitely like a side plot, but it's absurd. <laughs> I, I'd say like, and so in the introduction of like all these new ducks, the the weakest is like in the movie is Julie the cat being like, I came to show the world I can play. And it's like a scene that you kind of have to be like, wait, what's going on here? Because I remember like the first time I saw it, like I didn't real like I I thought it was Connie at first, and I was like, you know, like seven or whatever. Um, so I was like, who is this person saying I came to show the world I can play? But obviously that's hugely important because she gets put in at the end. Um, so it was an important um, important for. Um, important for that plot to be added, even though it was kind of like weak development. Whereas the other new ducks all had like pretty good development. I think Dwayne, I guess they spent the most time on, but yeah, the whole Luis thing, it's kind of like they just introduce things for ways for these ducks to score a goal. It's yeah. like Luis like for, a, for, a, for like a, a specific hijinks like moment. Mm-hmm. Cause aside from that, like you, we never really see anything from Luis aside from him not being able to stop. Mm-hmm. So would you count Julie's quote-unquote arc as a subplot? I guess I would say, I guess the arc is more of the, the gimmicks of the new players. Um, and do you, and I guess it adds to, to everything because I guess the most important quote-unquote is Dwayne just because he gets the two men for roping, whatever. Um, and then the Bash Brothers arc. Um, but I guess you can't just have them being playing normal hockey for, you know, the 90 minute movie. Um, I I'd say you could do without all the gimmicks, but still have like a representation of USA. You could still have like diversity and everything. Um, I guess probably the better subplot of new players is Keenan, but they really are kind of like, so he's just able to be added mid tournament and they just take Charlie off or whatever. 
I mean, I guess you can account for there being an emergency injury replacement, but you, you just take off a player who's like underperforming. Is that what you do? Um, so that's kind of more of a unexplained tournament rules there. Um, Keenan, um, Russ Tyler being added. Yeah, I think Russ, Russ is a good one. Um, I think he would be necessary, but I don't necessarily think the whole side plot of them, like his brother and learning how to play street puck is necessary. So I would count that as a side plot. Well, I guess it's better than um, Bombay just like skating around and then like finding himself again. Yeah, but it's it's a side plot for sure. Yeah, uh, we can go over it. Um, what else do we have here? We have. So I think the true most worthless side plot is Miss McKay. <laughs> just the character. Um, really, and like the character is not great, and so she, yes, she is there to essentially say like, "What are we waiting for? Ice to freeze? Let's play." So she's there. So Team USA does not lose the tournament because of her. Um, Change it up. Yeah. And the only other thing is basically, I guess, being a bridge between the team and Gordon. Be like, they're calling you Captain Blood. Or like the whole scene where they're like, oh, did USA always dominate? Um, <laughs> talk about playing with pride, whatever. So I guess it it moves a couple of things forward in the plot. But... I feel like you probably could have done it better than just like, oh yeah, they got to have a tutor. Yeah. You know? Charlie, are you, I mean, uh, Tommy, are you making fun of uh, Charlie's uh, cinematic masterpiece of saying pride? Pride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now that I think of it, I mean, McKay is definitely a side plot. Um, side piece as well for Bond. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. like he kisses her on the cheek. Um, yeah. Now that I think of it, you could probably have Tibbles sort of take a bigger role. Like, he could have stepped up on the bench. Um, and it might have been actually more interesting. So, I like that. Um, any other side plots here before we really start breaking them down? Would you count Trinidad um, and Tobago as a side plot? Or it's just no, like a sort of a scene? Anecdotal. I guess Iceland being the big bad and like Wolf the Dentist and him in Bombay, like playing like the the three bar or whatever yeah and i guess did you need that for like team usa to get ready for the final you know i guess it motivates them because like coach is on their side as well and it's like hey bombay he's one of us too um and and we hate you know i guess gunner stall wasn't really developed very much um no, yeah, the three bar is a good point, as well as Bombay's knee injury. Obviously, you need it for him to come home, but then to bring it back up. Um, so I, we can lump Wolf in the knee. Well, injury I guess it does show Wolf does his scouting. He knows which knee to hit. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I ever have like three bar with any of these coaches <laughs> in the tournament, I need to know how to. You, shoot. you think he has the dirt on all of them? Oh, 100%. <laughs> I mean, Maria's probably been a mole for years amongst That's all those true. other teams. That's why Canada was probably so bad. I bet you Maria had something. Oh, I guess actually a true, like, again, more of an anecdote, but Wayne Gretzky showing up. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Like, why? <laughs> but I guess maybe that could be explained by Canada's poor showing. Maybe they saw that Wayne Gretzky was supporting Team USA and they just imploded. Yeah. All right. All right. Also, I, I I do think like on that note, I don't think like the casual sports fan would realize that Wayne Gretzky is Canadian. Yeah, you know what I mean, 
that's like, I think true. they'd be like, oh yeah, he's American, whatever. Yeah, he plays for the Kings. Yeah. Yeah. Is Basil McRae American? He's Canadian. He's Canadian. Mike Madonna, of course, is um American. Yeah. How where would you put him, Mike, among like best American hockey players of all time? Uh I mean, maybe number one. I think he has all the scoring records and stuff. Um, there's I don't think I am trying to think of people who else come to mind. It's like Jeremy Roenick, and I think Madonna is better than Roenick. Brett Hull is American, right? Brett Hull's a good one, yeah. Brett Hull might yeah. But he's well, he's, he's about, Canadian born is, actually. Oh. Is Bobby Orr? Is he Canadian or is he He's Canadian. Yeah. yeah. So I mean I'd have to do some research, but I would say Madonna's at least top five. So Yeah, I can't even think of another American born hockey not that I'm like a big hockey guy, but <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Let's let's go back now and really evaluate whether uh, these things were necessary. So Luis not being able to stop. Um, would you keep it? I mean, if if you have to pick like a thing for each of the players, that's probably the weakest of the thing. It's like, oh yeah, he just can't stop. You know, everything else is kind of like, okay, yeah, Kenny Wu is acrobatic skater. You've got the enforcer. You've got, um, I mean, Luis makes sense him being the speedster, but it doesn't make sense that he can't fucking stop. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like his his thing could have just been that he's fast, you know, like yeah, that would be fine. Yeah. So so we're taking this out. We're taking out the put it in Luis and all that. Yeah, I guess you'd have to come up with some other like screen time thing for him because like it's similar like with Julie, like she had she didn't really have any screen time until like she gets kicked out of the Iceland game. In the beginning and then she of course is the the hero at the end of the shootout um so for Luis, you'd have to have some other kind of like his speed being like uh like i so i don't know yeah all right i look I, I maybe I'm, he gets fouled a lot i don't know yeah i'm okay with them taking it i mean they could have just made him like a ladies man like they could have, they could have gone a whole different direction. But well, I guess that's what they did in D three. It's like, okay, yeah. well, well, what's interesting about this guy now? He can, he can stop. So I guess then, yeah, he faced cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess I skipped one. The the Bash brothers and that relationship. Um, would you keep it? Of course. Oh, one hundred percent. Keep yeah. the Bash brothers. Agreed. I think you you have sort of a, it was one of the sort of iconic things to come out of it. So. Um, definitely take that. Um, you mentioned Julie. Um, I agree that I would not like, I don't think it's necessary for her to be like, Oh, I came here to show the world what I could do. Um, interesting point, I guess about Julie and this whole side plot. If Goldberg just stays in and makes the save, is that okay? Like, did we need Julie to come in at the end and, and kind of redeem herself from the arc she was on? I mean, if 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 she hadn't, she wouldn't even really be a character. Exactly. Like, like are we? <laughs> could we take Julie out? Is what I'm thinking. Like, do we even need Julie the cat in D two? I, I, I guess not. We didn't really get much from her aside from that. Um, I don't know. 
Tommy? Yeah, I mean, you got to figure out a bit. I just still don't know why Gordon wasn't starting her from the start. Goldberg yeah. was never a good goalie. That's yeah, true. that doesn't make a ton of sense. Yeah, so may I mean maybe that's the change. We keep Julie. Julie just plays and they win, and and Goldberg is really relegated. I think Goldberg then now becomes more interesting for D three. Well, because- I, I was gonna say too, like Goldberg as like a backup guy who's just like comedic relief works. Yeah, Julie as just like a backup goalie doesn't work yeah you know all right i like that i like that change um anything else on the new ducks the any side plots that you would um change or uh, anything you want to comment on on those side plots like Dwayne, do we need to address Dwayne? um he doesn't really have like an arc ish but he does you know have the two minutes for roping and stuff like that I mean, he should have been kicked out of the tournament when he jumped onto the ice. Yeah. Uh, I guess the other one would be Kenny Wu and the whole idea like, oh, he's got to learn how to fight. Mm-hmm. That would be the other side plot for the characters. Would you keep that? I liked it. I thought it was a fun moment. It's like a little fun. Okay. So I guess we already talked about Miss McKay and we would take her out or at least adjust her. Um, is there anything else we need? For Miss McKay uh, to discuss. Tommy's the one that feels so strongly about this. Um, I think should have made her like stricter, maybe. Um, maybe she realizes that hockey is important to these kids. I don't know. So she does coach. So maybe that would have been better. I guess kind of comes off as like a pushover. I think we could just take it out. Like, I think Miss McKay, like Don Tibbles fits in those roles. There's some hijinks that ensue. It becomes a little, I think it becomes more interesting if Tibbles is forced into that. Any other side plots that we talked about that we need to follow up on here? I guess um, I never really understood. I guess it's just hijinks, but the whole the team living in like dorms away from Gordon a lot of this really is just like you didn't really need that. That doesn't move the plot forward. I guess the whole the team living at a dorm is just more comic relief because I guess you do need to establish that Gordon is like, oh, kind of everything is going to his head. Um, but it's good, clean fun, you know, with uh, them putting shaving cream on uh, on Dwayne's face. Um, good bonding experience. But I guess you can't just have 90 minutes about them playing hockey. So, yeah, I think maybe the, like the Rodeo Drive trek. Oh yeah, what my mom really also. needs is a bikini. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was a very odd um, moment. Like that whole scene is just weird. Yeah, that was kind of weird. I guess that's kind of a side plot. Yeah, and I guess them like I remember they were drinking orange juice. Like that's the classy drink that they give kids, as opposed well, to like well, I think a mimosa. The, 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 yeah, it's like you know, it's supposed to be like a mimosa sort of thing, I guess, or like champagne. Yeah, so so I just give those kids some orange juice. I did. I'm, I still just love that they chose Aaron Spelling of all people to yeah. name drop. Yeah. So well, uh, yeah, I would. The whole idea, I guess, of them being like ragtag bunch of pranksters is the side plot 
and it's fun. But I guess you could change it a little bit. But I would keep it. Agree or disagree? Agree. Agree. All right. I think that's it. We have um a, a pretty interesting quiet question. So we wanted to save time. It's not necessarily a quiet question, but we're going to make it a quiet question. More of a quack theory. Yeah. Quack. Th- oh, I like that. Quack theory. And um, so we're going to go to that now. We're going to take a short break and come back with what I don't think is the very first quack theory, but maybe it is. We'll see on the other side. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We are back. You ask us questions or give your theories on Twitter, Facebook, through email. We pick the best ones. Try to answer them. Kevin, what is the quack question slash theory today? Uh, so this theory comes from Nigel, who's... <laughs> at 28 underscore 8 kbps kilobits per second tweets which is a very a very complicated twitter name but that's what it is so uh nigel's theory is this is a this is a six a six tweet thread so um it's so i've been thinking about this more than i should but i'm 100 convinced that little big league and the mighty ducks take place in the same universe in little big league the Twins are playing for the wild card, which means it must be the 1994 season. Billy Haywood is 12 years old. D2 was released in 1994 and believed to take place in 1994. With the Ducks one year removed from Pee Wees, and it's safe to say they are 12 to 13 years old. This means Billy Haywood and the Ducks are about the same age, in the same city, and both are celebrities. It's possible they, they know each other or have met, or maybe Billy and Adam Banks even go to the same school. Also in the Mighty Ducks, Jesse and Terry's dad complains about missing overtime to attend games. Does he get a second job? In Little Big League, who shows up as a security guard at the Metrodome? The Hall brothers' dad. To top it all off, in D2, Gordon Bombay discusses endorsements and investments, and his big idea is the Air Bombay Loafer for kids who want to coach. I believe he makes this happen, and Billy Haywood is the face of the Air Bombay Loafer. I liked it. I think the strongest point that connecting point is Hall's dad. Cause that would make sense why he might not be at every game, why he's mad that he's, you know, given up his overtime pay for this. Cause he's, if it's at night, you would figure the game, the hockey game that he's going to is at night, maybe the same day as a twins game. Um, so that is the strongest connecting point. I like this too, because you have, you would figure, if they're trying to, if Tibbles and Bombay are going for a loafer, you need a face, um, and you, no, no one better than this kid manager. Um, so, I like it. I like it. So I am realizing it's been a really long time since I've seen Little Big League, and I get that one and Rookie of the Year confused constantly. Um, he's the manager. In Little Big League? Yes, he's the manager. He, he So he's like the son of the owner, or excuse me, grandson of the owner. And so 
grandpa dies and he's like this like he loves baseball he like knows everything about baseball every rule etc grandpa dies leaves him the twins to be the owner and then he fires the manager and then just like yeah no one wants to work for a kid and then he's like well i should be the manager and then um okay i, I yeah. i'm vaguely remember also wait quick side side question is the kid the same guy that plays kevin in american pie no that's in that's rookie of the league where he's the cubs pitcher okay okay that's okay that's where i'm getting mixed up um but yeah uh yeah i i like this theory because i i think there are enough uh connectors here to like make it plausible uh especially like the being in the same city at the around the same time um i i i, I really like this it, it seems to be a well-developed theory very well developed and also in little big league there's a line they say like oh yeah we could use the publicity because like the twin, twins are really shitty and he said like people are already talking about go for football i imagine what they also want to say is you know of course you've got those mighty ducks and people are talking about them they're not talking about the twins and so another reason why the twins could use the publicity um is because you know gordon bombay and his ducks now obviously they take place different times a year and so this would be like latter half of the summer would be when little big league takes place. Um, so it's, um, I think it's pretty plausible that these are in the same universe. I think it really ties together for the kids who want to coach thing yeah. because what they don't say is like, yeah, like Bill Haywood, because it's so obvious to everyone there that he's referencing Bill Haywood. Um, but well, yeah, I think it's great. And I think um, and the security guard mentions that like it was his first day and so it's clear that um, the Hall's dad, Mr. Hall, um, he is, um, who's played by John Beasley, by the way, um, he is looking for for work to help out um, his uh, his kids, and uh, I think it ties in very well. I'm uh, I'm gonna poke one hole in this theory. A uh, baseball manager would not wear a loafer. Oh, great point. Bombay doesn't know that though, because. Like hockey coaches aren't wearing loafers either. They're wearing sure they I mean, are. I mean, they're wearing dress shoes. So, but. yeah, I would, I would. That is a good point. Uh, two things though. I think the timing works well, actually. So, um, because it, you, as Tommy mentioned, little big league, they're making their run late summer. Junior Goodwill Games happen in March, so they hatch this idea at the party or whatever. That's a few months to find Haywood, get a deal done, that kind of stuff. Um, as far as the loafer, I mean, maybe it's just for, I was going to say press conferences, but even press conferences, the baseball managers. Yeah. Come well, out there, there's, you know? a, there's a dress code when they're traveling. So, But if, if that were the case, though, it would just be like a shoe, you know? Like the loafer part is like for the literal coaches on the sideline. Yeah, but you got to have a bigger audience than just the Bill Haywood of the world. You got to have like yeah. NBA coaches. Well, I know NBA coaches would make sense. Yeah, but a baseball I mean, that, that's coach that doesn't make sense. sense. Well, I, I mean, I think you could you could sign Billy up as your face because he is obviously the most recognizable kid who wanted to coach, um, and he's sort of the deal. He's sort of the apparel hawk, but he doesn't necessarily um, wear it. While he's in uniform, he just wears. Yeah, it he, out he wears there. like, I like I wear this when I like, uh, and I'm traveling on the road. And I need to be sophisticated. People need to take me seriously. So yeah, I like it. I I think this um, 
has a lot of legs. Um, is there? And any... He's also like the owner, so that's like true. he's got to make all these boardroom deals, and he's got to look the part. We we got to get uh, Billy Haywood on the yeah on, on the pod. No, that that ownership point is a great point because he's he's negotiating with, or I guess he's talking with like GM and stuff to negotiate player contracts, but. Uh, he's got to be in boardrooms, and I don't know if there's a loafer out there that is good for kids. So I think this is a, a symbiotic relationship. Um, I don't know if I use that word right or not, but I'm sure the quack lights will let me know. Uh, but yeah, I like it. Anything else on this theory? Yeah, I think um, I think it's excellent. I think um, it's definitely one that. Um, is uh, kind of has Quack Attack written all over it. You know, we have a lot of theories kind of involving the uh, the actors, actresses in it. Um, and so the actor who played Bill Haywood, uh, Billy, as he's known when he's uh, like a kid, Bill, when he's trying to be grown up, as Luke Edwards, who apparently is still acting according to his IMDb um, profile. Um, I don't recognize a lot of the stuff he's been in. Um, actually, I don't really recognize any of it. Um, but apparently he was in American Pie 2 as quote-unquote high school guy. I watched Whoa. American Pie 2 last night, actually. <laughs> wow, That's a good did one. you see high school guy? I think guy? it's better than the original. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of high school guys in there, so um, maybe. Wow. Uh, I, so I, I will say one, one last thing on this. Um, I'm very disappointed that Tommy didn't come up with this theory because it seems to be this would be right in Tommy's wheelhouse. That's true. So, so we're not we're not upset with you, Tommy. We're just disappointed. I think that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Wow. All right. Well, there you have it. I I am a big fan. This is one of the better um, theories our Quackalites have thrown out there. So uh, if you have any more, you know where to find us: thequackalite.com, at quackalitepod on Twitter, facebookcom slash pod. Go to iTunes. Give us five stars. Tell us uh, what you think of Billy Haywood as the face of the Air Bombay Loafer does for the company. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Ain't no turning back. Got to be